Weekend at Wanda's or Weekend at Snyder's? I'll let you choose between those two. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Vigilante 1939 podcast, part of the Let's Go Podcast Network. My name's Nick Zanuck, and as always, I'm joined by Nico Caruso and his very illustrious father, Nicholas Caruso Sr. Gentlemen, how are you all doing? Illustrious. That's a new one. I love it. It's wonderful. Happy Valentine's Day, gentlemen. Oh, happy yeah. Valentine's Much Day. Much love guys. to you. Yeah, you a lot too. of love. A lot of love going to be going across the uh, the pod today. A lot of love. A lot of love in both the uh, topics that we're discussing both, here today. Both topics have a lot of love today. It's a, a good old menage a trois, us and two topics. <laughs> I think a menage a trois is three. Us and the two topics. Okay. Two okay. plus one. <laughs> I got you. Equals, okay. equals. Two plus one equals three. Oh, three. Oh, this is incredible. This is incredible. But guys, B39 is back, as the people call us. So not that we were ever gone long, but we're back. So I'm sure everybody has listened. They know what the routine has been for the past six weeks now. I got to remember that. Yeah, I can't believe six. So we're going to start off with uh, WandaVision, episode six review. As always, we'll start off with a little... Initial reaction, and then, and then, of course, as always, we'll dive a little bit into spoilers. So this is your warning, as always. You have not seen the episode. Please pause this, go watch the episode, and then come back later and hear what we have to say. So with all that out of the way, guys, WandaVision Episode 6. Some might even say we're in the end game now. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. I want to bring one thing up and just kind of right off the bat. So if Nico or Mr. C, if you want to take it off, because I think Nico's tweet uh, kind of summed it up best where this one had kind of that Mandalorian episode seven effect. So I don't know if one of you gentlemen want to kind of expound upon that. Yeah. Thank you for serving this up. Um, Well, I'm glad you brought this up. I was going to bring it up later, but now I can bring it up now. So this was um, this episode Right off the bat, it was very good, right? But what I meant, the, the tweet you're referring to is I was saying it was sort of like this year's um, Mando episode seven. So season two, episode seven, which I think overall is episode 15. In the sense of four and five, there was some kind of crazy big, big, big things that happened, right? And while there are big things that happen in this episode two, it sort of slows everything down, focuses more on the characters and sort of... S- through the other characters, Wanda starts being studied way more, sort of like in the Mandalorian um, episode seven coming off the big Boba Fett one. It was sort of a, they slowed things down. It was him and Bill Burr. We learned about his helmet, the motivations, why he keeps on, why he might have to take it off. And then it set up the giant final episode, right? So this one was sort of let's slow things down. 
Let's peel back the curtains a little bit more on what's going on with Wanda. Let's sort of establish her family dynamic. Let's sort of extend the drama between sword and let's set you up for the final three. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what it felt like at least where I watched it once and I go, that was very good. And then on rewatches, I'm like, Oh, there's so much more here that you really got to focus on. So that's sort of my initial take on the episode. So Dan, would you like to go next? Yeah. I, I kind of disagree with you because um, I felt like that Mandalorian one had a lot less going on in it than this one did. I think this one had a ton of stuff going on it. And again, it continues to push the envelope. Um, I do agree with you. It, it really developed. I mean, Pietro, Evan Peters is just awesome in this episode. He's so good that I turned to my son and said, how many X-Men movies was he really in? Because I have not seen Age of Apocalypse, I think. And that's the main one that he's in, right? He's That's the main one he's in. Okay. And he's br- briefly in the other ones. He's okay. briefly in Days Future Past. You know, I'm, and he's briefly in... Um, dumpster phoenix (laughs) Phoenix. i'm really phoenix i'm really pulling for him when they when they reboot this x-men or or bring people back i hope he is the ph going forward i really enjoyed him uh so it had the halloween theme everybody knows that listens to this my favorite season my favorite holiday is halloween and um before we really get into the particulars of it 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 had a lot of dynamic with the vision on his quest to figure out what in the world is going on. And that was so emotional. And I thought the action really ramped up with him as he makes his way out of the bubble, trying to get out of Westview. The sword stuff was good. The, the trio continues to evolve. I didn't like their fight scene. We could talk yeah. about that later. I got, this is the later. first time I got equipped in WandaVision, but we'll discuss that later. But listen, <laughs> yeah. The, the series continues to deliver at an all-time high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stakes continue to grow. The mystery can, continues to deepen as much as they peel back. I still really can't pinpoint exactly what's going on. It is just must-see. In eloquent words of you, Nick Zednick, it is appointment TV. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, you know, as I already alluded to, it's appointment TV, and you best not be late to your appointment. Best so. not be late. Best not be late. Um, I actually agree because I do think this one was just a little bit of a slower episode, but I could also see why some people may be a little lukewarm on it because it's not like the show itself was kind of really anything heavy from the get-go. Like kind of the first few episodes were really slow and they kind of had to reel you in as the show went on. But I think this episode kind of just like Mandalorian, I guess what the reference is, it gives you like a breather, like a little bit of time to breathe. Because then the next three episodes are like, it's already been on the internet. It's going to be like bonkers. Like, you're not going to be able to be able to breathe these next three episodes. So I, so I think what everything that they're setting up, I think this one was okay. Uh, it's probably the heaviest episode, I would argue, that, that we've seen only because of, like, what transpires. Like, so the code's been cracked, or we think it has. Hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm in. I mean... The costume design, the costume department, just in itself, Ooh. as Nico said, is just uh, a one a. I mean, they come on, they come were on, great. the costume department. Way so. to pay homage to the fans and the comic book mm-hmm. fans and the comic book accuracy well. portrayal, but then also having it serve a really nice purpose in the episode too. Like it was Halloween, so they were wearing them for a reason, and yeah. because it was Halloween, they got away with being as cheesy and as comic booky as they are because. Mm. 
the visions works and the kids work, but sure, Wanda's and Pietro's probably wouldn't work in super live action if his hair was like that and if she was wearing that thing on her head. So um, really, really thought that costume department kudos to them i would give them an emmy for this episode alone yeah just I mean, for pure yeah. pure fan service i mean as a bronze age man you know that you know i love the bronze age of comics and it, it was a real treat for me yeah to see wanda and pietro in those classic costumes because you said it nick those could never work i think on a cinematic level no, never. and anything really going forward i mean i don't even you could do variations of it but in in general the the costume department and the cgi the visual effects in this episode were fantastic. Oh yeah. When vision was making his way out of the bubble, that was, Ooh. that looked so real. It did not look wonky or video game ish. It really looked brilliant. It looked sharp. It looked clear, very precise. They did a phenomenal job here. You could tell the money's been spent on this thing. And that's yeah. got me so excited about what we're going to see mm. because I do believe the action is coming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's actually a great segue. So spoiler wall has been lifted. Again, that was kind of our initial reaction. So now this is going to be spoiler heavy. Again, I warned you at the beginning. So if you tweet at me, I will not respond because you were warned. But (laughs) twice. There you go. Twice. You were warned twice. But uh, yeah, I think actually, I think that's a great segue. So let's kind of talk about Vision's quest in this episode because vision it, quest is the, the, the vision quest right? isn't there a movie called vision quest yeah it's about wrestling isn't yeah. there a movie called vision yeah. quest from there the early 80s right so i mean obviously you know this whole episode it's you know i mean obviously we got hits of it from last episode where vision's kind of on this quest to figure out like why things are the way they are obviously you know he it's it's funny because i said that when he wakes up he's in a different like decade or time period every time okay. so obviously whatever crusade he's on to to figure out the truth still kind of carries over because as we know wanda can't control him like she can control everybody else but anyway so i want to get your guys thoughts on like how vision's journey throughout the episode landed and obviously how his quote-unquote demise was by the end of the episode yeah right from the get-go that's established as he comes down the stairs in that costume and uh, I loved his line and she's like, what is he wearing? And he's like, it's the only clothes he has in his closet. <laughs> and then uh, he throws that reference out to two about her brother. And uh, it's funny too, because the kids seem to be more interested in hanging out with uncle Pietro than they do with their dad at that time. And there's no doubt that when he tells her that he's not going, he's on the neighborhood watch. It's very clearly established in the beginning that he's on his journey He's on it. He has become Batman. He's become the dark Knight detective here. He's trying to figure out what's going on. And I, I thought that was great. And has the episode of owls and we see him trying to figure out what's going on as he, as he's walking through the town and you see the people are still as you get to kind of the constraints of the, of the bubble of the hexagon, mm-hmm. the powers there are, it seems weird, right? Because people are just kind of stationary. Um, so again, we get, and then we get to, that beautiful exchange he has with Agnes who's in her car tells him that she took a wrong turn. It's just so interesting. Like, is she trying to get out? It's, it's so bizarre. I've Nick and I have watched it twice and I wish I was deep enough to tell you, like I could completely understand where that particular scene, what it means and what takes place, but she's obviously disturbed. He gets to her. She reveals to him. It's kind of tragic that he's dead. At first, she she's surprised he's an Avenger. And so that's kind of eerie when that happens. 
and she starts saying it over and over again. And then she has a moment of madness where they're cackling and the vision, Paul Bettany plays it so great because he is clearly, he has clearly no idea of what's going on. All he knows is that he wants to get out of Westview and he's going to do it at all cost. And he wants to help the people inside. I think, I think he's shook too. Well, I think uh, Paul Bettany is, is, is dialing it up and he's on sort of the level that Olsen was at the beginning where his acting is very subtle. It's very, um, non-verbal and, and it's almost very disturbed in a way he has to react with his eyes and with his face a lot and with all that vision makeup on it's very cool sure. that he's able to do yeah. that so shout yeah. out to Paul Bettany for that Olsen is still great as well they're both leading this show about as perfect as one can lead it but yeah his right he's figured it out he hasn't figured out the whole thing but he's figured out that there's something going on here his wife is the reason for it and he clearly can't reveal that to her right so he lies to her and he goes on his quest his vision quest you know and the most interesting part and then zenek i want to get your thoughts on this point is we see that hayward has been tracking vision <clears throat> and of course vision's body was elsewhere prior to the events of the show and one had to retrieve so and vision always said he never wanted to be a weapon right so does Hayward want him because he can turn him into a weapon for sword to help take down other beings, maybe f- f- to be sort of some government hero, or maybe he's a villain and it's to do something villainous. I don't know. Um, but that to me, in addition to everything else was that he was tracking vision, not Wanda. And he seems to be more concerned with vision in the hex as opposed to Wanda. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Zeddy? <clears throat> Oh, yeah. I mean, I got to agree with what you guys said about Vision. It's just nice to like to kind of see him walk through kind of whatever this journey is that he's like, I know he's a manifestation of Wanda, but he still kind of is our vision. Like he still has that conscious of that. He wants to do the right thing, even though he's not our vision. He has no recollection of who he is. So I just thought the whole thing was interesting because you root for him, right? Like you're like rooting for him. Yeah to figure out the whole time but yeah i'm actually glad you brought that up because that was going to be like my next follow-up question because i think we've kind of teed it up on vision all we want i mean it was just heartbreaking to see him like coming out of the hacks and seeing him struggle and then see like monica like fight for him and or maybe it was darcy darcy yeah um, yeah it was darcy yeah. excuse me uh and it was just like emotional i mean mm. you're like i don't even know like what other word to say other than that one but so my next point was going to be because nico just we're flowing beautifully here the tension between sword continues to elevate here and it's more obvious in this episode than not because as nico said (laughs) obviously something is going on with hayward he's not who he appears to be i happen to think that he's the puppeteer (laughs) a little bit and if you didn't think that that was obvious from this episode i mean yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but something's obviously there because Darcy's obviously shady. figured it out. I mean, or she did, I should say, not that. Um, so thoughts on the tension with Sword, and then thoughts on the evolving tension or the boiling point between her and Monica, because that also you, comes to a close. I want you to kick it off. Me? Okay. I want you to kick it off. Uh, so my whole thing is now. This may appear to be sword, but I'm almost wondering if this really is sword now. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know. I mean, obviously, I've said it for the past few 
episodes we've done, I don't think Haywood is who he appears to be. Now, whether or not he's like Mephisto or he's Ooh. somebody else in disguise, Ooh. obviously there's some hidden agenda here. Yeah. Because these agents are all like, I don't know if it's like some of them are, are behind him and some of them are not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think there's a lot of mind control going on everywhere. Uh, but it's it's just fascinating to see like this tension just boiling over because the whole thing is out. Now, you brought up that Haywood wants vision, yet he almost wanted him to die when mm-hmm. he was coming out of the hex. So he wouldn't help him. He wouldn't yeah. help him. So mm-hmm. that's that's a question mark in, in and of itself. And obviously you said with Wanda, you know, he was it's almost like he didn't really have no reaction when Wanda came in through that hex, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, a guy like that, if it was anybody else, if it was Fury, he'd be like losing his he'd be like losing his crap, right? He'd be calling up the Avengers. Yet this guy was just standing in that field saying, fire away. It's almost like he knew like what was gonna happen. But I know I'm rambling there, so uh what do, what do no, you guys think? You're, you're absolutely right. I, I haven't quite figured out yet if Hayward is a agent of, of a human resistance takeover or if he is being manipulated by something um, magical, by some evil forces. I'm, I'm trying to get my hands around. There's no doubt that he's diabolical and he isn't who he says he is. And I would agree with you. There is a question mark now because we we think he wants to use the vision as a weapon, but he certainly wasn't looking to help him as he came through the bubble. Um, he's obviously looking to kill Wanda, right? He's not. He has no remorse for Wanda whatsoever. He has no sympathy or empathy for. Her. He's just looking for her to. If he had his way, he would destroy her, and that's where the tension comes in between him and Monica, mm-hmm. and uh, and the other two, and Darcy and the agent. That's why he kicks him out. He's like, you're no longer part of the team. You no longer have the stomach for this. He throws some real shots at, at um, Monica terrible um, about her. Not, she wasn't alive. He wish she wishes, he wishes she could have seen his, her mother die, which is really low and b- below the belt, you know? So then, so now, we, so now they're clearly, so you've got the whole thing established now where Hayward's on his own and the three of them are out of it. They're on their own again when they take him away and they have that fight scene, I just, I, this is the first nitpick I have of WandaVision. I thought that fight scene was ridiculous and it just goes against everything that the show has stood for so far. It was such an easy, convenient way. There should have been some way, like they put him in a holding thing and That's they escaped. What I was thinking, yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry. I, I don't, I, and I'm not going to try to be negative. Just episode of love. But sure. when I watched it again for the second time, I'm like, maybe I'll like it better or understand it better. But mm-hmm. it's just like the two of them beat up like four or five agents. Like it was nothing, you know, and whatever. So we get behind that. Um, so to close on the Hayward thing, he's obviously a coward because he flees at the end and he allows all of his people to be hexed. taken hexed. hexed, but he doesn't know if they're hexed. Hexed. hexed, hexed. So he's, he's obviously a coward. I don't think he has any real powers because if he did, yeah, I think we would have seen that at the time. So he's either an agent of a, of a human movement or he is the puppet puppet, the occult, some evil occult forces. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm with you real quickly. Yeah, like I'm with, I, I wish they just took him to a holding cell and they escaped or something. The whole fight guards thing be, and then put on the disguise and hide. I get it. Like we've seen that so many times and 
you're right. It, they were doing everything different until that, until that moment. Ended. Yeah. And, and it's just a small gripe, but we've been blowing this show so much. So let's, yeah. let's, let's hold it. <laughs> let's be semi-transparent right, and hold it accountable. <laughs> the other reason I never like it is too, is because like Hayward's the guy, like those guards were just like doing their job. Yeah. They were just escorting them out and then all of them get like beat. It's like, come yeah. on, man. Like yeah. they didn't, you know? So I thought that was, that was the first time I went, Ooh, little lazy. Yeah, little lazy Jacques, Jacques Schaefer, <laughs> little lazy. But anyway, um, the rest of it was fine. So we got, so, so everything is set up now, right? You got mm-hmm. the sword is sword, the sword, the sword. <laughs> there you go. Is fractured, right? And then we got a ton of people in the hex, and it's larger now. With Hayward, though, I keep saying Marvel since about Phase Two, mainly Phase Three, but a little bit in Phase Two. And, and it's sort of every film that Disney comes out with, well, whether it's Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, et cetera, um, they're big on the twist villain, right? Almost to the point where it's unnecessary, where then you could go into movies like Captain Marvel and go, Jude Law is going to be bad, right? And then you could go into Spider-Man Far From Home and go, Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be bad, you know? Yeah. And then so... Or going to Ant-Man and the Wasp and go, I bet Lawrence Fishburne is bad because he used to work with Hank Pym and I bet he's angry at him after all these years. And I bet he's the father of the girl who's the ghost. Oh, 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 I, I was right. I was correct, right? So for me, I'm going to... Hayward, I really... I'm with you guys. I don't think who he is, who he seems. But then I remember their formula mm. and I go... They're almost serving it up like Hayward mm. is someone else. And I actually think that's a misdirect. I think that's a red herring. I literally think he's just the power hungry sword agent who has a big ego and wants to like okay. take down. But that's just me. And I'm almost saying that in a hopeful way. And just to give a different perspective, because right now it seems really easy. He's Mephisto or someone. Yeah. And then I would be like, oh, so you made the corporate you made the guy in charge of the organization, the bad guy again. Like we've seen that. Right. So mm. I really am thinking it's something different. Um, that's just me. But to, to sort of take this a point further, all these people are gone. Right. Including our trio is actually separate. Darcy is in the hex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darcy got hashtag hexed along with everyone else. We're totally going to make that a thing. I promise you hashtag hexed. Um, <laughs> And Monica and Jimmy are off to find her guy. Who is her guy? Who's going to get her back in, Nick? Who is it? Tell me. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? DS. Y'all know who DS is? Doctor Strange. (laughs) Doctor Strange. Oh, I'll save that for. We'll save that one for later, won't we? What did she call him though? No, he's in episode five, an uh, aerospace aerospace engineer. engineer. You know. Is it John Ooh. Krasinski? Who, who's an aerospace engineer in, I mean, in the Marvel universe? They're sort of serving it up like it's Reed, right? Well, could it be Pym too? Not, not really. Pym's right? not aerospace. Pym's, not an aerospace. Pym's uh, quantum physics. I mean, to me, to me, it physics. sounds like oh, it's there's Reed. been Fantastic yeah. Four Easter eggs all over this yeah. show. Oh, you yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. got to be Reed, right? I listen. I believe. I believe it's Reed Richards. Again, I don't know if it could be the thing that Elizabeth Olsen alluded to about the surprise because I, I told Nico who, yeah. who it's going to be. <laughs> it's pizza time. It's pizza time. It's Toby Maguire. Well, it's I said the time. same thing too. <laughs> it's pizza How time. great would that be? Because she's opening. The- oh yeah, my God. If Toby Maguire's in there. I mean, what's I mean, the next Marvel movie that's supposed to come out? Yeah. Spider-Man. Well, Black Widow. I, 
after oh. Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> it's my words there, but anyway, so, yeah. We're gonna find out hopefully the next yeah. the next episode is where we should find out who this and we know it's a he, right? Because there was a little bit of ambiguity there. Is it a he? Is it a she? But she clearly states my guy. My guy. Yeah. He's he's an hour away. He's an or hour that's, away. Or that's a misdirect. I still think it might be Carol. Still think it might be Captain yep. Marvel. Captain Marvel. That's, well, here, that's yeah. I want I want to get into that as we go into the next episode. My take on where it needs to go because sure. it's getting to be a big event. This mm-hmm. WandaVision now, the bell has been rung. Okay, in the Marvel universe now, ding, so ding, 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 it's going to be ding, hard ding. to keep this thing. Secluded, He's coming, right? Because just like you guys said, sword is almost practically decimated yeah okay monica in um agent what's his name agent Wu. Wu. they're on the run okay <laughs> so there needs to be other forces that now have to be awakened and participate and come to the aid of what's going on here and i think that's what we're going to get but let's follow whatever you guys want to talk about next and then we can yeah. i mean you'd have to think this is how strange comes into the fold if, the doc, if he yeah, does yeah exactly. he's got to feel it man he uh, yeah you know in greenwich village in his little little place there that little sanctum the inner sanctum that he's at i mean Wong and him sanctuary. they got to be getting they got to be getting the vibrations they've got to there's no doubt in my mind that they're they're being moved by this occurrence he's gonna say what doc, did you do yeah He's going to send Wong first. Exactly. He's He's going to send send Wong Wong in first. He's going to be like, you came here. Go check it out. He's like, Wong, why don't you go check out what's going on in Westview? (laughs) Oh, man. Sir, there is no Westview. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? What is this force outside the world? (laughs) Nick, where do you want to go next? Because if not. um... Yeah, let's. um, So real quick, I think we we only have literally like one more two things. And maybe we can combine this actually kind of get down to uh to other business here so uh quicksilver i want to talk a little bit about how what you guys thought of quicksilver and then the integration of her dynamic with wanda Mm because wanda arguably i would say is kind of a little bit on the shelf just a little bit for this episode but then at the end boy does it pick up so let's uh what did you guys think of uh Quicksilver, and what did you guys think of her relationship with Wanda as it evolved throughout the episode? The dialogue was great between her. They 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 have a great chemistry between them. Um, it's obvious that he is not a good person. Now, in him, I believe he is an agent of an evil force. I don't think he's Mephisto. He could be Nightmare, or he's just somebody that was put in there because... He's constantly kind of challenging her and he never answers her questions. Don't you love that? She asks him about four questions. Where's your accent? Where's your accent? Mm. And he, and he just never really reveals to herself, but she does confide in him. The other great thing is he is the, um, the bad uncle, the bad influence uncle, which he plays off to a T on this. The kids are great in this too. The two kids, the actors, um, they're doing a phenomenal, phenomenal you, job. You know the ones from um, the ones the kid from Haunting a Hill House. I didn't realize I've that. Been told uh, the one who plays um, uh, Billy. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go. I didn't, I didn't catch That's what that. I've been told. But his dynamic with I the kids. That show, but I've his told. dynamic with the kids is great. And then, um, you know, he's constantly 
telling her like what, a, what an incredible job we're in Shangri-La who wouldn't want this your our mother and father would love this just like a brother would say to his sister just applauding her for what she's doing then the confusion ensues where Wanda's like she felt nothingness and she's not really sure how this happened um, she sees him and has that revelation that he's dead, right? When Ooh. she looks at him and then he gets her with the zinger at the end, you know, you can't kill your dead husband twice <laughs> and all health breaks loose. And I, I'll stop it at there and let you talk. But yeah, again, I, my hope is that Evan Peters somehow finds his way into the future of the Marvel universe, because when this is no, no shot at Aaron Taylor Johnson, but I just think he plays the character more like he was in the comics because Pietro was a wisecracking, um, you know, that's just the way he was. That's, yeah. that's how he was written. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, um, Evan Peters was great. And not only did he have the look down, I, I think he has the look down in general. Like he, he just looks more like Quicksilver. Um, I think my, I think my dad was right on the money here where his personality, even the way he was playing him in the episode, I imagine would be more like what Pietro is, you know, he is, he was sort of stoic and stuff in age of all time, but not that great. And even in the apocalypse, uh, even in the X-Men film, as great as Evan Peters is, he sort of plays like the Tom Holland Spider-Man version where he was kind of cocky and stuff too, but he was still young. He was playing him young. Right. So just just to see him counter Wanda, I feel like this was finally the third portrayal of Quicksilver. I think this was the best one, even though it was sort of in a vacuum in this hex world. Um, I like how he's the one who breaks into Wanda a little yeah. bit, whether he's a projection, whether he's good, bad, whatever. I like that it's Pietro, her twin brother, who gets some stuff out of her. Mm -hmm. it's interesting because they keep alluding to the fact now they do it twice. And what Marvel does is they're very on the nose. They don't leave anything ambiguous, which yeah. is okay. They once last episode, right when it happens and twice in this episode, they make sure to point out he looks different, Yeah, but he has memories and a dynamic of the Aaron Taylor Johnson Quicksilver. So I'm seeing people think that, oh, he might be from the multiverse. I don't think so. I, I still don't think mm -hmm. we're doing that yet. This mm -hmm. is some projection she or a different force made. Now, if the real reason is you couldn't get Aaron Taylor Johnson back, that's fine. If the real reason is they like Evan Peters better, thought fans might like it better. He's more familiar. He's more um, recent. Yeah, I get it. Regardless of all that, it's clearly her, the one the one from this universe, his memories, his dynamic with her. And my dad's right. She tries to quiz him and he never quite gives it to her. Mm -mm. So mm. my take is he's nightmare. Yeah. I still think Mephisto we haven't seen. Mm -hmm. I think it's Ralph. I think it's Agnes's husband. Yeah. Ooh, okay. um, I'll tell you something else though. Even though I still think she is the fact that vision was able to wake her up. I'm not completely sold that Agnes is Agatha Harkness. I'm not either. No, that Any could be a misdirect. I think that's another misdirect. Yep. So I agree. I'm glad you brought sure. that up. I was going to yeah. say that later. I'm confused. But now. no. But another cool things are we, we we see the kids get their powers. Which yeah, is awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, we see the kids get their powers. And shout out to Billy and Tommy because those kids are awesome. They're awesome. So um, yeah, look at look oh. at the little one over here trying to mock Magneto can, a little bit at the end there. Can I bring yeah. up one thing though? Remember what I told you? That he calls him demon oh, spawn. Yeah. Oh, 
that's something that because again i don't think the kids are real either now i do think they'll become yeah. real yeah and i do think they will but i that's yeah. one important thing in the nick these kids too i believe are a manifestation of somebody whether it's not wanda or some other occult force feeding into her giving her what she wanted she's projecting to mm -hmm. see it so mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean i i just thought evan peters just thought brought such like a great energy mm -hmm. kind of did this episode in this show i mean it's hands down it is it is what it is uh i was I was interested in, in how they were going to portray him, right? Because I think we all kind of speculated whether or not he was either her brother just taking the role of Aaron Taylor Johnson, if he was the Quicksilver from the Fox X-Men universe mm -hmm. that just happened to look like her brother. Uh, was he bought in from Strange? Was he bought in from Sword? I mean, to kind of see that it might be a little bit of everything was kind of a little bit of interesting because we still don't know, right? And then, like, the scene where... It's almost every scene she's with Wanda, he's like following her around because it's obviously mm -hmm. like he needs intel from her from something. Mm -hmm. Like he needs to know something from her, right? So, and then I love that scene where they're just sitting down talking and she just does like that double take and he looks like Vision did. Just yeah. like that corpse. And I'm just like, yeah. Dead, okay, dead. so yeah. now we're at the point where it's like, what's real and what really isn't real? Is any of this real? Yeah. So now things are really starting to get interesting here. And then that whole thing with the kids, like with the powers, I just thought that was awesome. I mean, how the one is like trying to call out to Vision or Vision mm -hmm. is calling out to him. I mean, it's just fascinating. I even just said it now. It's like the one is just little, little Magneto in the making over here. <laughs> how he just pauses his brother right here. That's awesome, man. I That's mean, that was, like, that was like one of the yeah. coolest moments in the whole show, sure. I thought. So. Um, so I think that's that. So real quick here, closing thoughts, thoughts on, cause I think, did we say that seven, eight, nine are going to be longer episodes now? I think they're longer. I think okay. that was something that was sort of talked about b before, like the week before it aired. And there's yep. some sites like IGN and some other ones that tried to say that these were an hour or close to an hour. So I think these next three are larger and i think Batney alluded to that too that at least maybe if they're not longer they're much more grand and he said the last three are sort of like an mcu film so i think we're we're set up for a movie essentially because even if they're only a half hour each that's 90 minutes oh they've mm -hmm. all felt like movies yeah. so yeah we might get our full-on film our wandavision film with these last three in terms of the scale that they're going to build it up to okay so yeah this show has been absolutely stellar up to this point it's now time after about six hours of content it's time to get to the nitty-gritty here and it's time to to see some other forces if they don't want to reveal everything but some of the big guns have to come in here now yeah because sense. it's it's going to start to get to the point where and that's the problem you have in a in a in a universe that is connected right yeah. Is that it's hard to ignore a big event like this and be like, well, where is really, where is Bruce Banner? Where is Dr. Strange? When we left on game, I don't know where the Avengers are. They never really answered that, but there's certainly heroes. Where's Hawkeye? I know he's got his own TV show coming out and stuff, but he's you know, filming these Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> Renners with Haley Steinfeld, right? Yeah. He was filming. I think him and her are going to do a duet, by the way. Did you hear that? They've got a single coming out or something like that. Oh, cool. no, I'm just teasing. Oh, you. But anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ. anyway, Jesus. again, I'm not, I'm not 
telling these people what to do. They know what they do far better than I am. It's the most creative show I've now, seen. Tell them what to do. Come on, tell you them know. what to do. But they got to start. It's It's got to start coming now. Yeah. And I don't know if there's more sitcom next week. There's, I'm not. There's the one more. Okay. There's the modern family one we haven't seen yet. So this okay. was like the 2000s. Okay. Like so Malcolm in the middle. If style. you want to filter in a little yeah. more, but it, it's getting Nick, you said it, Nick, you agreed. This episode setting up the third act. This is the third act, right? Nine episodes. Yeah. We're in the final three. Yep. I almost would prefer that. I think if they were an hour a piece, that's too long, but I'll yeah, see. Never. You know, I would like to see maybe 40 minute episodes <laughs> because, because I'm looking for the action. I'm looking for the revelations and I'm looking for the heavy hitters to come on board and, and, and now transform us and take us and unravel the mystery and let's go. So Listen, it's great. I can't wait for Thursday. I'm excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I'm with you. I'm still wondering, even with everything, because I still see that Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer. And I'm like, this show costed $70 million more than that. So Mm -hmm. unless everything in the last three is so incredibly over the top with effects and stuff, maybe. I think part of that budget is actors, too. Okay. I think part of that budget is actors, even though I don't know if they work that in those numbers or not. I think they do. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to get a couple. I think you're getting Larson and Cumberbatch. Yeah. I uh, think you're getting both of them. Yeah. I yeah. think you're getting both because. How about TB? No, I mean TM. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, who's yeah. Tom, Taco Bell. Yeah, Tom Brady? Taco Bell, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady in right. he, he's the he only one who winning. can stop her. He keeps winning. <laughs> Sword was in there sword, with, sword reverse in there Tom with a Brady. He throws in a football drone. Listen, the greatest winner of all time is who they he is, throws a football at Wanda to saves the, the world. Tom Brady versus Wanda. Brady vision. Brady vision. Brady anyway, vision. um, I because if they're Brady setting, bunch, because if they're what they tease too is that. Monica's changing, right? Her cells yeah. and everything. So I think you need mutants. mutants. You need well. Oh. You, <laughs> you need some sort of setup <laughs> for Rambo to eventually be in Captain yeah. Marvel 2. It, it can't just be. I don't think the show could just end and then Captain Marvel 2 starts where she's there. May I mean maybe it could, but I think Strange yeah. and Larson, I think you're gonna see both mm-hmm. of them. That's just me. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the fence. I don't see. I I would like to think that all these Reed Richards kind of teases have to allude to something. But I think yeah. with everything going on, maybe that's a little far fetched. But at least us Marvel fans know that like he's out there. Like there is a Reed out there. Because I mean, how many other aerospace engineers are there? Right. I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. I'm gonna go. I definitely think Doctor Strange shows up. He I has think, to, right? I if even not. think maybe it's before episode nine. I'm even thinking it's got to be like episode eight. It's like somewhere either at the end or in the middle of there. I got to be Captain Marvel is the other person. If it's right. not Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I do think it's got to be. <laughs> no, I'm being serious on that. I don't one. know like, what I would do if that happened. I might hit my son. I don't know what I would do. I might. Run I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you really saw Tony the only yeah. reason I don't mean hit him. I mean, only, like in a loving, in a, yeah. in a very Valentine's Day, like you know, like. Well, now that makes it weird. Chip so. off the old block. <laughs> well, now that sounds weird. Okay. The only thing though is like, 
of course, no, no one knows. And there's people who say they do. And there's people who try to say they do. Sure. But no one really knows when this whole Spider-Man three idea came from. Right. So when they filmed this, don't forget, they, they filmed this a while ago. Because oh, yeah. it was supposed to come out after Falcon and Winter Soldier back in 20. It was supposed to come out at the end of 2020, right? Yeah. So I don't know if they would have had Toby by then. <laughs> no. Unless no, they worked it in now. What about Leo? Is he with him? His buddy Leo? DiCaprio. DiCaprio? <laughs> Get out of here. I we're but, getting crazy. Um, it is the multiverse. It, it, then it, it, if it is a Spider Man, it's more likely Tom then. If it is one. If it is one, I'm not them. ruling out it's Tom either. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not, this ruling could out go it's down Tom. as the greatest thing ever if it's Toby Maguire, if he makes an appearance. Well, that me. would be the only on par Luke Skywalker game. I would agree. Yep. I, I, not, I mean, nothing yeah. else. Or, 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 or would it be or, Michael Fassbender? Or Fassbender's Magnificent. Yeah, that one would be. Can you imagine coming my daughter, Wanda? I mean, that would be pretty cool, too. That would be pretty epic. I've had a change of hearts. There, there was, um, I <laughs> just ripping apart the whole thing. Nick, oh, Nito, I didn't uh show it to you guys because it got debunked in an hour. But there was a <laughs> there was a leak going on, a leak a going leak. around of an image of a Magneto that looked like it was in WandaVision, but it turned out it was just a picture of Daniel Craig photoshopped <laughs> going like this. <laughs> That's awesome. You mean James Bond is in it? Oh, man. wouldn't that be Tom Hardy now? According oh, to all God, those reports, who knows? <laughs> but here's oh, the thing, guys. What other show could you have you talking like this? This is just this is just a remarkable, yeah, uh, feat of storytelling. That it just look. We're all sitting here. We're laughing about it, and it's just it's just mm-hmm. wonderful. I I'll mean, tell you what could get you to talk about something like this. Well, or talk about something like this. <laughs> Weekend at Zaddy's. Weekend, weekend. There you go. All right. Well, as always, guys, let us know what you thought yes, of uh, WandaVision episode six. I think you guys loved it, but you know, what do I know? But uh, no, always, know. as always, let us know. Everyone so, somebody ring a bell for me, real quick. And then, uh, hey, can you guys tell me what day it is today? Like, what the what the numbers are of today? Two fourteen, And other than Valentine's Day, why is why is that specific? Because it is the it was is it is the runtime of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And the, the, the original runtime of Justice League. The original. Hallelujah. 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 Daddy Zaddy coming through. You gotta go. Wow. We Welcome to Snyderville. I see somebody that resembles Wanda. She's at the front entrance. She's telling us to walk through. It's yep. very scary. I don't know why, but. Uh, Wanda is telling us to walk through the gates of Snyderville. So we're back. We're back. I, I got a nice sleeping bag with me. I see Ben on the other side of it. I'm going to go talk to him. I'm going to go convince him to start other stuff. But let's get into it, guys. Obviously, we're being a little too coy here. So uh, there, there was a trailer, guys. There Zack was. Snyder's Justice League, the final trailer, the final pit stop to, to 3-18-21. I'm not going to even be any coy here. I'm not going to even say any quid pro quos. Let's just jump right anywhere, guys. So thoughts on on the third trailer here, the last trailer. Uh, the thing that struck me most about the trailer, um, before we completely break it down, is just the foreboding doom is established in this trailer that 
I don't think we even got in the earlier trailers that Scott that uh that Zach did, right? Even in the early ones he did. So this is automatically the stakes are so high here, mm-hmm. and you get a sense of real urgency in what Batman, my Batman, yep. the Batman, Ben Affleck is trying to do here. The Batman is coming, and it clearly <laughs> establishes that. And so that was the first thing that stood out to me when you actually see Dark Side and you see we'll break it down, but Stefan Wolf kneel before him and you see the carnage in the dream sequences. So this trailer delivered. Um, it's hard to have so much hype for something and it still delivers. And for me, it did for me, it did. And uh, I would like to thank Warner brothers and show them a lot of love for their incompetence earlier that we now have this right. Yeah. Because if they didn't do what they did, we wouldn't have saw this because there's two things that happened. We got the theatrical cut, which I'm I'm going to start a campaign that they should rename that movie Super Friends so that it's not to be confused with this Justice League movie. I think they should spend about $20 million and add in the Wonder Twins and the dog. That's they could hilarious. CGI him into the movie and then everybody will know that, that that's crazy. what that movie is. It's called Super Friends. Take Zack Snyder's name out of there. Remove any of his footage that they used and just... And all you people that want that, you can go watch Super Friends. People that want to watch this have the Snyder Cut. And so here's the other thing. Had Zach stayed on, they would have forced him and mandated him to do a two-hour movie. And there is no way in the world that this thing could have been told in two hours. It would have came out as some convoluted, messy story all over the place, and it would have been absolutely destroyed by the critics and the fans alike. So Warner Brothers... Happy Valentine's Day to you. Much love to you for your incompetency. Thank you for doing everything that you did so that now I can watch this four-hour cut. I don't know where to go from that because that didn't answer your question, Nick. Um, that was just a rant. <laughs> no, that's okay. So how do you feel? How do you feel about the rant. I feel great. Um, it looks, as I'm watching it right now, it, I mean, it looks awesome. It looks epic. It looks more epic than it's some than almost any other movie I've seen. I mean, it's the scale of this thing for HBO max looks awesome. I'm, I love, I don't care if anything's new in here either. I've, I've, I've seen that argument because that's what the argument has turned into now is that once it didn't exist now, Oh, it did, but, but they had to make new stuff to make it better. That's great. I don't care. I'm getting it. That's awesome. So man, I'm I'm excited. I, I I don't want to start getting in specifics because I know we're doing initial reaction, but the, it just looks outstanding. It just looks outstanding. It looks like anything a DC fan would want. So, mm-hmm. Zeddy, what do you think? Yeah, this one this one pulls the heartstrings, right? I mean, obviously there was a lot of build up here. Zach would, did a fantastic job building up two fourteen twenty one. We we knew this was coming. We knew that it was going to establish the stakes here, and that's what this does for me. Everything that we've seen so far has established stakes involved, which the other movie did not do for me. Everybody looks like they belong there. I'm so happy I'm getting the true sequel to BVS and Man of Steel, which is what I've wanted the most. Because I've always said, regardless if I didn't like these movies, I love them. But regardless if I didn't, I was invested in them. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what this seems, I mean, a four-hour movie, this is like two Justice League movies like into one. So, I mean, you know, this thing in and itself is epic and it's grand. 
And obviously there's some things that I know we're going to break down here, but just the chilling dialogue and this thing alone. I mean, I'm in. Let's 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 get into it, guys. What what, what do you got? What do you guys want to talk about first here? Well, let's talk. What I'd like to talk about once again, just like you guys said, is that, you know, Doomsday looks like a bad man. Doomsday. I'm, doomsday i'm doomsday. sorry dark side excuse doomsday. me i'm sorry well there, there is a doomsday coming yeah so. <laughs> i'm sorry my bad my bad dark side looks like like someone not to be someone who to be feared okay um steppenwolf who i've always been on the fence about him not thinking he was going back to the first inclinations of this movie not really thinking he was a great villain he looks remarkably better even his voice when he talks, mm. sounds more foreboding and Mother. scary. I was just gonna do that, right? <laughs> um, so, so the tone is is what I get out of this most of all here. And then it's always great for me to see Batman being the leader of the trailer. Yeah. But when you hear Jesse in the beginning talk, and I hope he's in the movie. They he's show the his bill. name. They show his he's name on in the, the bill, bill for me. Because cast. again, I was a guy that was not completely loved his performance of lex i've come around to like it in my in my other viewings of bvs but and then kevin costner the other thing i really like about it is it opens up with that shot of superman Mm. just screaming in agony right and then that sets the tone for he's gone and now you get this you're going to get the end of the world unless batman can rally everybody get everybody together and do something with this. The line from Alfred um, about if you're going to take on. Why are you pointing at me? The charge. Cause <laughs> I won't, it, I, I won't, I won't remember the exact line, but, and you, you could say, the don't line. I, the I, I think, I, I think everybody will. They, yeah. Yeah. they know what you're so, talking about. So yeah. you get that line out of here, right? So it's a trailer that gives you a classic line like that. And then at the very end, the black suit Superman, and it looks like we're getting flight 2.0. Yeah. yeah. Come on, gentlemen. Yeah. How great does that look, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that just looks like if if that's all you got from Henry. I mean, Henry looks fantastic in this thing, right? Because I yeah. was worried about how Henry's going to be in here. Yep. Now, after seeing this trailer, I'm a little more optimistic that we might get a really good version of Superman. Yep. It may not be the exact one from the theatrical cut, but I'm more confident now that we're going to see that. There's stuff in here we haven't seen. There's some stuff we have seen. So he does a great job of, of not giving away his hand completely. Yeah. And then I don't want to talk about the end till the end. Sure. So go ahead. So I listen, if I didn't make myself clear in the first thing, I I just went off on WB because I'm thankful to them that we're getting this. We would never have gotten yeah. this four hour epic masterpiece that we're going to get. Okay. Yeah. We haven't seen it. It may be bad. Doesn't look like it's going to be bad. No, it looks like it's going to be epic. Yeah. We may get, we may see a lot of the same scenes we saw before, but they're shot better. They're going to be performed better. They're going to look better. They're going to carry much more weight than they did in the reshoots that Whedon did. So everything about this, the trailer is a 10 for me. It's a 10 out of 10. That's the only way it's, it's a gotta go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah I, there's a lot of good things in this trailer there's a lot of cool things like my dad said that there's there's things we haven't seen i mean and to sort of put all the teases in here that we've had the last three days i mean we got dark side we got a better looking stefan wolf we got i think granny goodness which is amazing Ooh. i mean jesus christ um the flash it looks like we have the time travel stuff 
Mm-hmm. Especially when he's coming up behind Cyborg at the end there. I think that's going to be really cool. We're, we're going to see a whole different layer of the speed force that we never even touched on yep. in the theatrical cut. A lot more shots of uh, Themyscira, including yeah. uh, it looks like the temple actually goes down. Ooh. You know, we get that the the dialogue from Chris Terrio, the writing is already instantly better. You know, the, the line is, um, I, I, I think don't fight the charging bull if you don't fight the charging bull if you w- don't wave the red flag or something like that or or the red well no it's yeah. it's the red flag is what okay. you use in a bull it's not that's a right cape mm-hmm. um the bat tank like we saw you know oh. what i mean like i mean that's I not yeah, even, I'm, I mean, I'm not even sure where that fits in the movie but it's in there who cares <laughs> and just but the thing that strikes it to me is i get it that this is a uh, two minute and 26 uh, two minute and 26 second trailer right and we have the one from uh, fandom which was like two minutes 40 seconds right yeah listen I get some of the stuff we're gonna see again and some of the theatrical stuff was shot was one same scene that was shot differently but listen this is not the same movie this is a different movie. It's not even close. You can miss me with that nonsense. I'm still seeing some of that nonsense mm-hmm. today. You can miss me with that nonsense. And I don't care if some of this stuff, if more than just the nightmare scenes was added, I don't care. You want to know why I don't care? Cause it's happening. We're getting it. The movie's coming out. Great. Mm-hmm. Make it better. You had mm-hmm. almost a year and $70 million. Make it better. Go, go, go all for it. It's your home run, right? It's your last stand, right? It's putting That's together right. the Justice League, right? Instead yeah, of no. five members, I'm going to get seven members. I'm going to get 10 members. I'm going to turn Justice League into Justice League Unlimited, right? Make it bigger. Make yeah. it better. Go for it. And you're trying to make this the best thing ever for the service. Maybe to get more fans, maybe to, to get more subs, maybe to make a future. I don't know. Go for it. This trailer looks like all of that and them some. And then some. This is the best trailer of any of his trailers for this film. That's even going back to the like original two or three he had. This is better than the fan gnome one. This is the best trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. And this is the one that I think is dialing up everyone's hype to 11. We we even have some (laughs) friends of ours who are kind of impartial who seem to be all in. Shout out to them. Let's do it. Yep. Let's go. And let's just enjoy from here on out. I enjoy. If yeah. you like this, I'm with you. If you don't like it, it's that's okay. perfectly fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But I challenge you to stay in that world, whichever one that you're in, I challenge you to just stay there and don't cross over into the other one. If you don't have to, cause you don't have to, all of that is a choice. Stay in the world. You are mm-hmm. with this. We're in this world. We're happy for it. If you're in the other world, that's perfectly fine, but we're going to stay here. You stay there. That's all I'm asking because in this next month, I want no nonsense, no more toxicity. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Can't stop it. Can't stop it. So if you can't stop it, just be there. Just be where you're at. Stay where you're at. Stay in your lane. Thank you. Yeah, no, I I don't mean to be a a party pooper here too, but I mean, those that are complaining about the the same scenes, I mean, boo-hoo. I mean, we, 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 we knew that going into this, right? I mean- Come and on. of course, there's going to be some of the same stuff. It is some of it was used in the theatrical yeah. cut. That's inevitable. Like that's that's just going to happen. That that's just yeah. it is what it is. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, so my thing is, you know, it always seems to be all Snyder has to do is show me Superman and I, I'm just going to get emotional. Right. Because I mean, yeah, just Mr. C, you already said it. I mean, it started with Superman and it probably ends with Superman. Right. Mm-hmm. Because this whole thing, it just seems like the key to getting everything we want lies within this movie. I mean, the reception literally lies on this movie. I've still always said I'm not utterly convinced that this is the end because if it's received as well as we think it's going to be, why would you leave money and these characters on the table? I don't like that. Oh, just the Joker is the key. They're all the key. All of them are the key. Ben's the key. Ezra's the key. Gail's the key. I mean, I'm I'm just in. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we see Superman, but we don't really see Superman, so... Lois. Obviously, he's still under lock and key, which which is fine. I mean, that part of the character is obviously uh, still a little suspicious, but he looks amazing. And God, I I hope that I know this is going to be a better take. I just really hope that Henry wasn't right to not want this to come to fruition because this is my whole thing now. I got all eyes on Superman, right? Mm Because this whole thing was Henry didn't want this scene to come out. He was very against it. Then he has a 180 because then he's like, all right, well, let's let me see. Maybe if I put it out there, I'll get my shot again. Mm-hmm. So for the sake of everything here, I know I'm rambling, but I hope no. this is received well because this yeah. may be the thing that gets Henry back. It, well, may be, f- it may even be the thing that gets Ben back. We don't know. You'll find out where Superman is moving forward after this thing comes out. I just, would, just I would the agree too. on screen. So. Let's let's still stay on the trailer for a bit, and then and then we can talk into that hypothetical of what may or may not come. It, it's only speculation on our part, but sure. it's just a couple of things I'd like to say because I do think that um, if you're in the camp that thinks that this is it, again, you can stay in that camp, but you shouldn't you shouldn't be mad at somebody or, or put somebody down because they want more of it, you know, to carry. There is enough room in the world going forward for multiple takes of our favorite characters. This is the future, right? You've got Tyler on the, on the Superman show. You got Henry. There's going to be more Superman Batman. Forget about it. He keeps the lights on, right? He pays the bills over there. He doesn't only pay the bills for WB. Now it looks like he's looks like HBO max looks like Warner media, DC comics, right? There's a thousand Batman comic books. So, Batman sells. I have now come to terms that we can have Robert Pattinson. We could have Michael Keaton. We could have Ben Affleck. We could have Ian um, Glenn Glenn, and maybe more. Bring them all on. I'm not, I'm not one of these guys anymore that says I got to have one Batman. So let's just talk about the Joker, right? Because that closing scene is, and I give Zach credit for his quote that he felt like it would be just wrong if Jared Leto's Joker and Ben Affleck's Batman never interacted. So just the fact that he gave us that, and yet it still looks to be like it's a big part of what's going on. And his line at the end, we live in a society where, what does he say again? Help me. You know me. I get so fired Uh, up. We live in a society where honor is a distant memory. Yeah. And I almost think that that's, could possibly be Zach taking a shot at Warner brothers. And if he is, that's fine. I have no problem with that. But when you look at Ben and when you look at Jared and when he talks in his voice, he sounds phenomenal. And as he turns to Ben and Ben nods, Batman, I mean, look, it may only be four minutes. I don't know how long he's in it. That doesn't make the whole movie, 
But the fact that they were able to do this and incorporate it into this is a wonderful thing. It's a major win. And props to Jared Leto for coming back and participating. And I know he loves the vision of Zach, and he's he's made it very clear on social media that he thinks Zach Snyder is a madman and that he would like to continue something with him. And maybe that's a possibility. He's championing it. Uh, Journey Smollett was championing it today. Which yeah, is that awesome. was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so it was uh Connie Nielsen. So you listen, the hype for this is real, but the hype for the the Batman Joker scene is real. Oof. And I'm happy for Leto because he might have a little bit of a, a revival for this. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting to think that if we see anything come out of this, it might be it might be him. It might be him again. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm in a really good place with this trailer and with everything. And, and, and today on Valentine's day seems to be like a pretty nice love fest for it too, which yeah. is really, really cool to see. There's not much more I want to add on the, the, the Joker other than I think it's awesome. And I think whatever scene he's going to be in, is going to be great. And I, I don't want to put more spoilers, but the, but the, but the vanity fair article that released oh. pictures sort of what they talked about, what that scene's going to be is going to be oh. very, very cool in my in my opinion yeah you 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 can't have a a batman without an interaction with a joker right it just it just can't happen i i'm even in the camp where now i'm almost certain leaves is gonna do it with pants and you just you gotta have batman well you saw the interaction yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean that's in the question if that vanity fair article if that scene is true i'm like my god we're in for we're in for like a real treat with that and that's almost like is crying for a miniseries to that come out of i'm not trying to you know be that guy that is on the fence here but again like if you're gonna if you're gonna go all in on that scene something's got to come out of that right you can't you can't leave us i mean you can leave us wanting more with that and that could be all that we see and i'd be fine with that but again as i just said everything rides on the perception of this movie there's nothing that could be left off the table Henry's future rides on this movie. Ben, we know, is in Flashpoint. Maybe it's his swan song. Maybe he wants one more go-ahead with it. We don't know. But the but the good thing with Ben's Batman is it doesn't matter where you set it, really, because he's an older Batman. So it could be before Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. It, could, it can be somewhere even before BVS. We don't know. But Well, here's the yeah. thing with this trailer. So let's talk about, you know, a movie trailer is a is a commercial, right, for a product. And what it is supposed to do is really hype the senses for those that want it. It did accomplish that. We know that, right? If you're a Zack Snyder fan, if you are a fan of Man of Steel, BVS, mission accomplished, okay? If you are a fringe person who sees this, I think it, with Jared Leto being in there, I think it it wins... I'm not going to say it wins the mainstream, but it certainly accomplishes some enticement for those that are curious about it. Mm-hmm. And we'll see, obviously I'm not predicting the future. You know, if you are, if you casually like the movies, I think you're in on it too. If you were like, ah, I like man of steel, not completely like BVS. I think you're in on it. Look, if you're a hater, not going to do anything for you. At least you won't admit it. You won't admit it. It's okay. And that's okay too, because it's not, this is not going to win over P 
people that have a disdain for his interpretations of the characters or whatnot. It's not set out to be, but it's a glorious, wonderful trailer for those that want it, for those that may be on the fringe and for those people that maybe aren't saddies. We're not zaddies. I mean, we're, you know, I mean, we, I don't consider myself that I just like good storytelling, good filmmaking. And I love these heroes and I want, I I'm glad we're getting this because what we got was a travesty. Okay. Doesn't mean if you like the theatrical cut. No, I, I still enjoy parts of the theatrical cut, but as a whole, it is not the justice league. It is not what a justice league movie should be. So going forward, HBO max is the perfect platform for this entity. If they do decide to carry it forward, I don't see this in the cinema. I don't. When you look at the budgets that WandaVision and Falcon and the winter soldier had in excess of 200 million, it is not beyond the realm of possibility for, as you say, Nick Zednick, for things to come out of this or for there even to be a part two. If you're worried about how that can happen, it's very simple. HBO Max makes money and they give Zack Snyder $250 million and say, do you want to do a part two? Do you want to shoot it in a couple of years and we'll stream it in 2023, 2024? And everybody's all worried about the schedules, right? Oh my God. What about the schedules of all the actors? Okay. Well, I do know this. I do know that Gal, um, Jason, and Ray, and I don't know where Ray's at in this, because because maybe Ray yeah. would do it if it's yeah. not under the guise of Amada, and it's HBO Max. If you throw a little money at them, they owe a great debt to Zack Snyder. Yeah. Because especially Jason and Gal, because they got two big properties to their mm-hmm. credit, and they were discovered. Ben came back for this. They were discovered, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Right, and and Jason and, and and Gal, like I said, they you know they're big, and they owe it to Zach. They owe it to Zach. He discovered them. So I think that it can be done. Whether or not it happens, it's okay. But HBO Max gives us it gives us DC fans an outlet to where we can explore so many different things, like the comic books do. And then you can keep the mainstream Robert Pattinson Batman on the big screen, okay? And then you could have these other Batman on HBO Max. So don't kid yourself. The present is streaming. It's going on right now. The future is streaming. There can be Joker series, Joker Harley, Black Canary. There's whole different worlds and iterations of the Snyderverse that could even continue without Zach. So if you don't like his interpretation of these characters, don't worry about it. You're getting Robert Pattinson's Batman. But I'm going to tell you something, guys, right now. I don't see a Justice League on the big screen for a long time. I don't see it. I don't know how they do it. Maybe Flashpoint does it. Maybe I'll take those words back after we see Flashpoint. So I think, personally, there's there could be a better than, than average shot that maybe there is a JL2 going forward on HBO Max. Because it's like Nick says, Nico says, and you say, I'm thinking now going forward, these really big epic things are better on streaming because you can't do them justice in a two, two and a half hour movie. I would agree. And I would agree with everything that you say. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've always wondered myself about if they do announce more things like how will s- schedules play a factor and new and I'm not sure. Um, but what what I do know is like you said, I think streaming is in now, especially with the WandaVision numbers have come out. Um it's a better medium for some of this comic book storytelling for some of this content. So when this thing comes out, we'll know. And I definitely think that 
don't don't count chickens before they hatch, right? I think there is potential if this thing is big. Um, I know, I know it doesn't seem like it. And Warner Brothers and Zach has even recently said that they have no plans, but money talks, the numbers talk. I don't know. And they have a streaming service they need to build up because compared to the Disney Plus numbers and the Netflix numbers, they are very behind HBO Max. They are very, very behind. You can argue they have content all day. Sure they do, but the numbers aren't there. The subscribers still are nowhere near it. So you, so you got to jack them up. So what does that mean? Put more things on there that are more enticing. Maybe some stuff from this universe, some stuff new. We're getting the show that's crossing over with um, the Reeves film. There's still that rumor of the Catwoman one. Yes, this is progress. Got to put Green Lantern on there. Where is that? Where is Strange Adventures? Come on, come on, more. Yeah. Do the Black Canary thing. Do whatever right. you want. You got to start putting more on there. Yeah. Um, instead of this, this wait and see which characters work and start taking risks because that's what Marvel did. And Marvel's at a point where we're getting C plus and D plus characters in terms of their familiarity to an audience. Mm-hmm. We're getting Moon Knight. We're getting She-Hulk. We're getting Miss Marvel. We're getting Ironheart. We're getting uh, Armor Wars. I mean, we're yeah. getting stuff that's so out of the box. You got to just start putting more content out there in this might be the launching point for some of it. You never know. I think the familiarity's there and clearly the hype for Batman and Joker was there. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to put the cart before the horse here either, but I'm the hype guy here, right? So all yep. I'm going to say is um, when Wonder saying. Woman 84 came out on Christmas, which was a Friday, I believe, the very next day, Saturday, what was announced? A Wonder Three. Woman 3. Yep. And that movie was divisive, right? To say the least. It wasn't critically acclaimed like they thought it was going to be. Yet a sequel, well, a third movie, excuse me. Yet a third movie was announced already for that movie. So I'm not trying to like be overly optimistic here, but I generally think that I think we've said it. HBO Max knows the kind of hit or not hit that they have on their hands. Now, I'm not saying that I think that there's going to be a sequel or a, a Batman series or a Black Canary series or a Joker series announced the very next day. I'm just saying that, I mean, there's tracking numbers already on this thing. So I'm going to go into this. I'm, I, this is in my Elseworlds Justice League take. I'm going to enjoy it. I hope I see more of it. Cause you know, there's more than one house on a cul-de-sac. That's all I'm going to say. Right, buddy. So beautifully said (laughs) you know what's funny too hbo max doesn't really even need warner brothers right i mean that i don't know i don't know but i think they could green light a project and do it i mean i think the characters are licensed to warner brothers and hbo max might have the collide might be able to is that how you say his last name is it is it is it jason keeler or kyler whatever his name is he he's he's great on the hype train he's doing a wonderful job I don't think Warner Brothers has even marketed this, right? They haven't even fired a tweet or a salvo or anything. So yeah. it's clear where they stand on it. Yeah. I don't think that that they need them to go forward and do anything with them. I don't know that for sure. If I misspoken, I apologize. But mm-hmm. um, I think HBO Max is the bigger entity anyway yeah. than the studio, right? They can be. Well, I think they, they may already be becoming that. Yeah. I really do. So again... Let's talk about who carries the cloud, who makes the decisions here. So I don't care. Warner Brothers can do what they want to do, and HBO Max can they do what they want to do. And again, if somebody like me who's been reading comics for 45 years and 
if I can open up to several iterations of these characters, I think other people can too. You got to give them a chance, you know? I mean, yeah. don't just, don't just be head, you know, stubborn and be like, there can only be one Batman on the big screen at one time or whatever, you know? Cause I think there's three characters that, that this can happen with. And I, I don't think you can do this with every comic character, but I think Spider-Man, Batman and Superman are all fair game to have multiple actors playing them in different projects. I think it gets a little confusing when you start to go down the line and, and you've got other people, but those three guys are big. They are, they are for all practical purposes, the Trinity, in my opinion, of, of all comic books, True. not just DC or Marvel. I think you got Spider-Man, Batman and Superman. And I think that's what we're going to get going forward. And I think we should all embrace it. Enjoy it. If you don't like one, don't watch it. Watch the other one. That's all I got. Man. All right. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, so any closing initial thoughts on anything we talked about here uh, today? No, I think he said there might be one more trailer though. There might be one. There more. might Who be knows? one more really? trailer. Yeah. I thought he said this is the first, so there might be one. I don't in March. particularly want one. Cause I think, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I, I think, I think we're yeah. okay. I mean, it's February 14th. I think, you know, March 18th is yeah. going to be, Right around the corner. I think I'm okay. You know, I mean, it'll be here before we know it. That Thursday or that Wednesday at midnight will be here before we know it. I think that's when it comes yeah. out. So, uh, yeah, or, I, yeah. All I could say is this: with with the with the level of Wandavision, and then this coming out. I mean, it again. It's just such a beautiful time, and I mean, there's just this wonderful content that we're watching that's to come. Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's just so great right now. I mean, I, I, I'm smiling from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. I look forward to every week now and counting down to Zach isn't so hard because we got WandaVision to watch every week. So yeah. this is, this is some really, really wonderful times here, man. And I, I think going forward it, while it may not be at this peak at this high level, it's going to be fun. It's we're, we're in for a good long ride here, guys. So enjoy it. Everybody enjoy it. Happy Valentine's day to you. Be good, be Much safe, love. be positive. Much love. One love, baby, one love. One love. There you go. I think that's a great way to put a pin into this one. So before we head on out, obviously follow us on Twitter at Vigilante1939. Uh, feel free to go head over to T Public, grab yourself a design. Uh, feel free to please rate and review our show. Please leave a review if you can. It really does help our show. And speaking of reviews, we do have a new one to read here so this one the title of the review is i like these guys it is a five-star review by grev ga one i think i may know who that is uh Damn. and he says i really <laughs> enjoy this podcast the hosts are easily listened to and have great personalities from the wise daddy bats the cool hip nico to the enthusiastic and effervescent zeddy every single one of these gentlemen has something unique to offer this has rapidly climbed my ladder of best young geek podcasts. And the audio quality and skill behind the mic has only grown with time. Highly recommended. Well, thank you so much. Thank Dude, you. Thank so you much. so much, man. That was, I didn't know that I was cool or hip, but thank you. I don't think so, but thank you so much. Um, man, shout out to you. That was really nice. to. That was nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to being reviewed, so I, I don't know what to say, but thank you. It says it's mm-hmm. it, it, in a way it feels weird to take compliments, but thank you so much. Listen, I, I think that was a wonderful compliment. And I thank everybody that listens. I mean, we're all in this together. Um, your voice is our voice. 
And which is why it's so cool that while it it is, I mean, we all kind of, we all kind of feel the same way and we're so passionate Mm -hmm. about what we do. And, um, and that's why it's cool that we'll be having more guest stars on going forward and, it's good times now. A lot of fun stuff to talk about. I will say too, I mean, just because we all assume if not, it's going to be awkward, but if that was Garrett Graff, shout out it to Garrett Graff, yes. who's, who's the new host of the Batman on Film Podcast, Absolutely. which is amazing That's for him. That's a must listen to. Shout out for that. Um, and shout out to, he does a lot of cool f- uh, fantasy football stuff. And he helped me get to the fantasy football championship by drafting, uh, by picking up Taysom Hill. So shout out to Garrett Graff. Thank you so much, my friend. And we will have yeah. you on again very, oh, yeah. very, very Absolutely, soon. Man. So you, We're assembling our own league. We're assembling our own league. <laughs> our league of extraordinary gentlemen. There yeah. you go. Oh, Graf's don't worry. The Batman is coming and so is Garrett Graff. <laughs> there you go. No, but yeah, seriously, go listen to him. He, he's, he just took over the Batman on Film Podcast, and he's already bought such a unique, fresh voice yeah. uh, just to very that good. realm. So go go give that a listen. And um. Yeah, I think so they're going to be uh, talking to Sean O'Connell as well yeah. pretty soon. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah. And that actually, so, and obviously we already talked to Sean O'Connell, which was our last episode. That is, there is both a video form and an audio form back on, on this channel. So go, if you want the video form, go over to youtube.com and uh, just type in vigilante1939. It should pop up uh, on the page. And then obviously the audio quality is on our, is on our page. So. Guys, anything else that you guys want to plug? Let's get on out of here. No, uh, you can follow me at Nico Caruso, N-I-K-K-O-C-A-R-U-S-O. You can follow my reviews of WandaVision, and I just did Judas and the Black Messiah uh, at the Let's Go Podcast, uh, www.letsgopodcast.com. I also have a video game show with Mr. Emmett Davis uh, called Let's Go Gamers. We're going to be dropping a new episode, I think, this week. I think it'll come out next Saturday. And my dad, because he won't, because he... He doesn't know how to plug things. Um, he was the first guest on yeah. Emmett's new show called Let's Go Now You Know, which is a new show wonderfully hosted by yeah. Emmett Davis that is interviewing members of this wonderful community, learning about how they went into it. So now that I've explained it, would you like to talk about it first? Yeah, second? it was a wonderful time. Um, Emmett was an absolutely wonderful host, as he, as he always is. I have great back and forth with him, and uh, I was honored to be the first guest. It was just a lot of fun. It was he was asking me how I got into the uh, the love of comics, superheroes, and it's it's a fifty minute listen, and I'm truly touched and honored by anybody that would actually go watch it or listen to it. But uh, if you want to hear some thoughts of someone who's been around a little bit longer than all you younger gentlemen, please give that a shot. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeet yeet. Oh man, now okay. whoa whoa, look at that. There you go. Okay. Well, because I was already asked, you know, when I'm going to be on the show, I have one sentence for you, and you're all going to love this. Go ahead. My answer to that question is when I'm going to be on the show is uh, I'm Thanos. You have to build up to me first. Oh, so, I love that, man. Ooh, there you go. I love there that. There you go. There you go, dude. It all comes back to me. It all comes back to me. The Zeddy gauntlet. The Zeddy Stones. I'm going to hold on to that Stones. gauntlet for a little bit longer here. Don't Wait worry. till Pete Bear hears this episode. That's awesome. The Zeddy Stones. The Zeddy Stones. <laughs> the Zeddy Stones. You have to there collect you all six. six. You have to get all six Zeddy Stones. I already have all six. <laughs> there you go. I'm just that's chilling fun. right now. I'm sitting oh, back. That's awesome. Oh, man. You guys can follow me on Twitter at PapaZoo underscore 95. And somebody's favorite, uh, somebody's favorite, letterbox at zeddy films i recently changed the name 
uh, to that account. So that's where I review all films and TV shows that I watch. So go give that a follow as well. My review on the Let's Go podcast website, I have review, reviews for News of the World uh, that just came out. And then I'll be reviewing uh, Minari, which is an A24 film. It was wonderful. Came it out over the wonderful. weekend that Nico had the illustrious honor of seeing, which I'll be it seeing. It was wonderful, man. It was wonderful. Lovely. I love to hear that. So I'll be uh, I'll be watching that one on Monday. So and then obviously go follow Let's Go Marquee, which is a podcast that Nico Skr- and I host. We have a we have a very big episode. We have two actually big episodes coming up, but this one in particular this week we have uh we're reviewing a lot or not a lot but we, we have a couple of movies to kind of four we have like four movies to review so, so uh, that, that's wow it. so that show will probably come out what tuesday i think that show comes out tomorrow when you're listening to this it, it'll yeah. be tomorrow hey so. nick z did you watch palmer palmer yeah palmer. the movie yes yes on it, apple tv it, yes. it was, palmer 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 there you go oh, palmer there it was go. pretty good right I liked it. It was it was it, heartwarming. It was, it was a nice heartwarming tale. What are we doing? There you go. No, <laughs> I, I liked it. Yes. If you if you have <laughs> Apple TV and you're looking for something to watch, there you I go. do recommend like Palmer with Justin Timberlake. It was yeah. it was a solid watch, I would say. So there you go. Another another one of those feel good Apple TV redemption stories. So there you go. I think that's everything. And oh, and then one quick thing is um <laughs> got a lot going on here. Oh yeah, you, you um, got the thing going on. Yeah, so by the time this episode goes up, there's going to be a new show on the Let's Go Podcast Network called The Hitch, the which Hitch. is going to be hosting by Emmett Davis and myself, where, where we're going to be reviewing the trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League is the debut episode for that. So that'll be on YouTube for playback version by the time this one goes up. Basically, the premise is we're just going to we, we take a movie trailer, we break it down and we just talk about it. It's going to be no more than like 20 minutes. So. Kind of white, white, short and sweet, kind of like that. So be on the lookout for that. But I think that's a great way to put a pin into this one, guys. So thank you, gentlemen, as always. Thank you to everybody that listens, as always, for your support. And as Mike and so, man, I'm always bad at this. <laughs> My name's Nick Zanek with Nico Caruso and his father, Nicholas Caruso Sr. As Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. We live in a society. <laughs>